welcome to another episode of Ihao Ihao Show. I know you guys have been so patient and loyal with the show. So thank you once again for listening. And of course, for supporting the three of us. We got your feedback and we're working on something new for you. Talaga ba? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, guys. Uh, Raes and Red, when you moved to New Zealand and China, how actively involved are you in the Filipino community? And second question, follow-up. How about being involved in movements that demand changes for greater rights for immigrants? Oh, uh, okay. Should I answer first? I hope no. Um, that's... I, I wasn't involved at all. Like, I... Um, I had I I kasi una small dental gang community sa Shenzhen sa city where I lived pero I attended very few events like Christmas party I in my three years there I attended one Christmas party pero I met a few a few Filipino na Filipino snack sama ko pa rin naman na, yeah so yeah tapos sa second ano sa second second question I want to I want to be more involved like definitely Um, I think in Hong Kong, mas active yung community don, especially with uh, rights for about the immigrants and workers. So just something I'm looking at, definitely. Mm. In my case, I think nakwento na rin to before, no? When I first landed in the in New Zealand, nung for ano talaga, no? May work, work rights visa na ako and everything. Una kong ginawa is nag-volleyball ako kinahapunan. And then I met there my um my volleyball team. And then through that, I got I got involved with the Filipino community per se kasi parang every year there's like a Filipino um fiesta, a pistang Pinoy that they um do here every like long weekend in October. So every year 'yon, walang palya, nagko-compete kami through that. And then the, yun talaga yung parang in a city merong mag-host na Filipino community or Filipino home organization in that city and all Filipinos will go there and then just celebrate and everything. In that case, it kind of like um, get to be involved with the community primarily through sports. Um, for other issues, minimal in terms of like really being active on specific advocacies or political issues per se or immigrant issues per se. Pero with regard to other advocacies like LGBT rights and all that, um, I get to be involved because may mga organizations sa mga companies namin din. So mm. yeah. Not necessarily Filipino, but like not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Ako naman, uh, I I started joining Filipino community when I when I felt very sad. Th- this was back in Saskatoon, so I joined like modeling, and then after that, they <laughs> and then after that they they asked me to host events, and and then I realized that you know the Filipino community in Saskatoon, which like a small a small city compared to other cities in Canada they they really want people um, you know like cooperation and like attendance so i i kept joining and it's just the spirit of fun when i joined not really something that you know would would change 
rights or anything for immigrants. It's not too serious like that. And and then in Winnipeg, that's when I felt very welcomed, and I felt that you know Filipinos are really respected because um, there are lots of Filipinos in Winnipeg, and they are very active in there. Um, I wasn't part of it, but I I just support them whenever there's like events. Um, and here in Vancouver, I just moved here, you know, two years ago, and then the lockdown happened, so I wasn't really involved at all. <laughs> so, but but I wanted to, like Red, I wanted to do something. Okay, yeah. so of course. You ask this question because related to the topic or hindi. Ano lang, gusto mo lang. <laughs> related. So, well, yeah, it's very much related to our topic for today. And um, we will talk about the importance of Filipino community groups calling for action outside the Philippines. So let's join us. Let's join us. <laughs> Come on, let's join us. <laughs> Hi. So, <laughs> join us in this episode entitled What's Roasting Filipino Representation Abroad. <laughs> this is Jill from Vancouver, Canada. Bienvenue, Hawaiians. Bonjourni, bonui, whenever you decide to listen to our show. ฟาซาชินยันไคลาคุเฮฟาชอยวะเดกงโซวะเดกงโซไทชินจันดันชิเชนโซไทมะเนลามะกันดังอาราวะเซยุงลาฮัดนาซามะนีดาปะรินาโ
Thank you for having me. Ikaw ang unang tanong, BF. Ako ba? So, sa, ayan, <laughs> nag, nag-chat, nag-chat. Si Sammy, si Sammy, sabi niya kinakabandro siya. Huwag kakabahan. Ano ka ba? Nakita mo nga, over 20 plus years. Let's join us. I started young. So, just be yourself. I started young, but I'm old. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just have fun. Uh, Sammy Joe, naalala ko Amy Joe. Kailan niyo si Amy Joe? Si Pink, Pink Ranger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, anyway. So, diba Amy Joe? Right. So, Sammy Joe, thanks for being here today. And let's dive right in. What are your Filipino advocacy groups in Vancouver? And how did you get involved with them? Um, I guess I can start with you know, why I got involved um, first, because there are many groups that I'm involved with, but the why is the most important thing to me where I'm Filipino born, um, Canadian, actually born in Winnipeg. And uh, I was, I had the privilege of going back and forth to the Philippines. I always called myself Balikbayan. I didn't even know that I wasn't a Balikbayan because I never lived, I wasn't born there. But um, my parents, it was very important for them for me to keep in touch with my grandparents and um, just, you know, being involved in the celebrations of Christmas and New, New Year's, of course, it's always different abroad, diba. Right? And so coming back home, I always felt like I wanted to bring that back to Canada because I had a lot of friends that didn't experience that. And so I was really um, a promoter of like the Filipino Independence Day because those were the times where immigrant Filipinos and Filipino Canadians would gather like literally as one and they would be a big celebration of our culture and history and heritage. So <clears throat> that was one of the big reasons why I joined Tulayan, which is a group which means um, to bridge the gap. So it's a grassroots uh, community organization and we strive to have an inclusive environment um, to really learn about our history, language, and even just have dialogues about our cultural identity. Um, another part of our advocacy is a new one called Beyond Representation. And that was started with uh, community members uh, really wanting to see some leadership in BC. We actually have the first uh, Filipina elected MLA here in BC, and she's been in, in office for a long time now, but yet not a cabinet seat. And the Filipino community actually put a petition to have her uh, to have a cabinet seat, but not only that, but to have a Filipino community center and to have Tagalog languages in schools. So that really activated um, just November of 2020. And so it's been great to kind of really see Filipinos get involved because we've been here for so long, but like you said in your introduction, everybody is so busy with work, diba? It's really hard to get involved in community. Um, Another thing because of C19 as well, we really activated our community to help the seniors. When uh, COVID came, like our seniors and in compromise um, folks weren't able to go out. So there were members that we wanted to do um, check in on our seniors. So we created a COVID outreach and response Filipinos in BC group alongside with the Philippine consulate, uh, Mabel Elmore, as well as members of Tulayan and other groups. Uh, such as Migrante and Sulung, uh, Sulung UBC. So it's been great. Um, we're, we're really advocating for a lot of translated information too, because there are 
a lot of folks that, you know, could read English, of course, you know, we can all read English or whatnot, but there is something different with just having our language being being seen, you know, as a third largest um, here in, in BC. So yeah, so a lot of I, our groups, yeah. I have a question. So Tulayan is Vancouver based, but Migrante is Canada wide, right? Yeah, Migrante yeah. is international. So what's oh, international. about our groups, Diba, like we, we do a lot of collaborations, you know, there's a lot of small grassroots organizer organizations, but together, um, the letter that we wrote to the three levels of government for translated information was done by Tulayan, Migrante and Sulung UBC. So, you know, there is power in community, community work. Just wondering how involved. Right. I like that. Remember, oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> remember when we were in San Francisco? When we were in San Francisco, we were riding the BART. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. Tagalog translation. There's sa, Tagalog. No, you're yeah. super. Yeah. Right. It was a good man. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel included. You feel that yeah. you Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Yeah. My impact talaga yun. And I'm just wondering in terms of like the involvement of the wider Filipino group, can you give us like an indication if. Gaano ka involved in wider community in terms of like these advocacies and groups? Talaga marami ba talaga sa kanila really passionately and committed in terms of like participating? You know what? Depende. Um, because siyempre yung buhay natin dito, right? Like with immig- whether you're immigrants or non-immigrants, um, the cost of living is so high, right? And the, the unique thing about our culture is that we're not only paying for our bills here, we're sending money back home, right? Remit- yeah. Philippines is the number one place for remittance. You know, we, the, the people abroad are running, are sending money back home. And so it really depends if it's directly, um, you know, if it directly impacts you. Like, again, there's a lot of caregiver. Uh, we have a lot of um, advocacy groups for uh, caregivers and migrant workers, right? You, we mentioned Migrante mm-hmm. and and so it's it's hard to say that the wider Filipino community, uh, I don't want to say does not pay attention, but there are just so many issues, right? Where, where, where do you focus your energy on and how can you help? Whether it is, you know, being face-to-face and just, you know, organizing or raising money or even just um, using your voice. Because we have this thing about like, nakakahiya. Right, and there's this colonial mentality that all that Filipinos still have. That mm. there's a great saying that I'll, I'll quote, where you know people think that oh, we're so lucky to be in Canada or abroad, but really we should really start saying that they are so lucky to have us because we are literally all that's around the world. Yeah. So that's a mentality that we need to change. Mm-hmm. And I heard people saying too, like uh, I deserve respect here because I'm also paying taxes <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah we're and, all then, and then there are temporary foreign workers who pay those taxes and don't get CPP right mm-hmm. so what happens when the temporary foreign workers mm-hmm. you know work here and then they go back home and then they don't do the whole application to get that paperwork it's just they don't end up doing it CPP is Canadian pension plan Canadian pension yeah, a little bit off topic, but just something that always triggers me about that. <laughs> yeah. Jill, ikaw na. It's your turn. 
Yeah, oh, tell us. Be, yeah, go ahead. Tell us about the issues here that you're passionate about right now, and any message for people who want to be, you know, like you, like the three of us want to be involved. But how how can we do that when we're so busy? Well, because of social media, and I think there's a lot of there's a lot a lot more ways that people can be involved now because of the power of technology, deba. Right? And the thing is, it's like learning more and unlearning, I should say, because mm-hmm. we grew up with a lot of things that um, that weren't necessarily just. I don't want to say misinformed or whatnot, but there's a lot of noise, Deva. Like especially for the way that we were brought up from our parents and just our cultural. Like even for the Filipino history, I've heard different different versions of history depending on whose side they're on, right? And it's very confusing. I think, um, you know, when it comes to passion, you know, we're talking about representation and there it's basically time there's enough of there's enough filipinos here in canada there's enough filipinos in bc and i don't see politicians that look like me i don't see leadership that look like me and when i was a youth worker one of my one of my um things was just like how can they how can we encourage our youth to strive to be their best or to to become you know leaders or whatnot when they don't see themselves in those positions so that's why i love this show is because you're able to feature all these folks from around the world to show them the possibilities deba and so this show you are this is part of your advocacy, advocacy. outreach deba like this is a lot of work and you know talking about topics these are topics that are um very meaningful for for younger folks for older folks and um there's a lot of stigma So that's why we want to create that dialogue to kind of ex the stigma, to really challenge um, Filipinos to look at their self identity. Because there's a lot of Filipinos who are saying that, well, I'm not Canadian enough, I'm not Filipino enough, and they they're finding this limbo. Especially there's so much Tagalog shaming, you know. And the recent right. um, mm. interview that some of our folks had was when we were promoting our Tagalog language in schools there was a little bit of there was a lot of backlash from first generation filipinos saying that it's the parents responsibility oh, wow. to to teach the to teach their kids but if you really think about it a lot of filipinos assimilated in canada where they didn't want to teach their kids tagalog because they want they wouldn't want them to be be made fun of about their accents you know and so when you're when that second generation is born and they have kids they're like It's not their fault because they never knew it. But they're always uh-huh. when we did Tagalog lessons, most of the time, the reason why that they wanted to learn was to connect with their lolos and lolas, mm. and really right. just find that culture. And that's why there's such a connection with food, and just gatherings and our, you know, our parties and this what we do. That's part of our culture, and we need more of that. Right. Yeah. Very true. True. Very yeah. true. I remember I want... so many people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many people that. Yeah, yeah. What she was talking about, like, uh, they didn't want to to uh, uh, talk in Tagalog when they moved abroad because of you know they had their reasons. But um, I think what's good now is that it we. It, it's evolving like we are trying to take ownership again of mm-hmm. our culture and yeah i think it's still a long way to go but 
yeah um, we just have to make sure that we keep the conversation going mm-hmm. yeah no and I not, agree and not just language there's like a stereotype of character trait of Filipinos yeah like when there's like some people like me who voice who speak my mind it's kind of like why are you speaking your mind you, you know what I mean like uh-huh. uh, Filipinos are not always shy uh, so yeah that's, that's where that's people might say that nakakahiyaka or something like because they're not used to being assertive in Canada because mm-hmm. we all bow our heads mm-hmm. and we just do what people say and that's how we get taken advantage of but um, I think that's why advocacy groups and just groups are so important because we want to be the voice for folks and to help people mm-hmm. learn um, the system but also just you know empower them to change the system too at the same time because like there's so many things that we can do together like collectively if we put all our voices together you know we got to be louder right mm-hmm. in terms of like the group of okay. people Wait. go ahead red mm-hmm. <laughs> there's like the group of people that you work with do you see like any trends in terms of who are those that get to be really active in this community engagement, especially in promoting Filipino, um, the image and all that? Are the, Is it those na from first generation, second generation, third generation, or from an age group of this group to this group, or it actually really varies? I would say bef- if you asked me this question last year, um, I would say that it varies because I, I believe like the first generation really stuck to their own. You know, they really did a lot. There's so mm-hmm. many societies um, and groups, but a lot of them were seniors and they literally just kind of gathered for themselves and kind of had those dance parties right. um, and just really kept the tradition. Let's say if I was talking about the senior groups to, to kind of have the king and queen and just kind of nominate or whatever. Yeah. But I'm finding that um, this last year and this year, there's been more openness for intergenerational um, collaboration. Mm. And, and it, that's why it's funny because like over 20 years of experience, it's true because I started young, but you know, to this day, I'm still being called the youth. And I'm like, even though let's say I look young or whatnot, but mm-hmm. there's still a you lot. You do, of- yeah. You do look young. That's why I was like, you know, good at the being mm. a youth worker in the high schools, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I really feel that there's an there's a new, um, you know, there's a breath of fresh air for people being more open minded and just really learning about uh, their their past and their history and asking questions. But I'm finding second generation folks, it's still hard for them to have these conversations with their parents because they don't like talking about politics or mental health or stigmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, let's say the LGBTQ uh, community, like still lots of things that they rather not talk about. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have a question, right? Okay. Now, I'm. na topic. No, it's wala siya sa sa discussion sheet natin. Pero for some reason, this is a there's a, a con there's a conversation that's going on in uh on twitter now you know a big big deal but there are some apparently there are some um filipino americans or filipinos who moved abroad that they 
they don't want to be identified as Asians. Like they call themselves Pacific Islanders, like PI. They're from the PI. And then some people. Then then there's another 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 side of it. There's a you're Asian. What are you talking about? Philippines is in Southeast Asia. You are Asian, but there are others like no, we are Pacific Islanders. So and what well, what's that about? I mean, what's going on there? You have American idea about what's going on here. Well, even I could bring up the term of Philippine X, right? Some people don't. Yeah, Philippine X. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Filipinos. Yeah. And again, that whole conversation can go back to the, you know, the pronouns, which like sha, you know, like we don't mm-hmm. have he or she. We don't have gender pronouns. Yeah. yeah. So even with the Pacific Islander yeah. terms and just. Um, Asian terms—it's it, something to talk about because what were what were we mm-hmm. raised with and information, and that's why I think Tagalog language in schools will be will will have the capacity to discover and talk about those things because we know it's not just about mm-hmm. connecting to our language; it's connecting to our history and culture and our, our identity, mm-hmm. right? So in in the yeah. U.S., they have that, uh, and I guess in Winnipeg too. You know, there's so many things that we can learn from them, um, and and BC is still striving for that, and that's that's a mm-hmm. those are really good topics to talk about, right? Yeah. Wow. Oh wow. Okay. You know, it's so it's it's always so interesting talking to different people because there we we get to discover, no, na and dahil palang issues na nangyari na hindi natin necessary. <laughs> hindi natin alam. Pamer pamer pamer. Laming ano? So, uh, Sammy Joe, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. We learned a lot from you. Any any message to Ihawaians, uh, especially those who are interested, and especially those who are not interested in joining um, advocacy groups. So try to you know make them interested. And any something you want to promote? Anything? I guess I could always just. You know whether there's lots of different ways to volunteer um, and to use your voice and platform. It's always about asking questions too, um, you know, and learning. And like I mentioned before, it's learning and unlearning. Um, if I was to promote, you know, our Tulayan Instagram or um, Twitter, it's at Tulayan underscore org, and then I am Sammy Joe. That's I A. M S A M M I E J O, um, but I'm sure they'll all be on the socials if if anything. But um, like I said, there's so many ways to use your voice or your platform to promote and just amplify. I think that's the main thing. You don't have to, you know, be involved that much, but every little bit helps because, um, you know, you you reach different folks and just have those difficult mm. conversations i think that's the most important thing and just to learn how to have those difficult conversations it always just starts with your family yeah, yeah. is there a qualification for joining let's say to lion or migrante you have to um, with, no i mean depending on how much uh involvement you want of course it just starts with following and just kind of Um, seeking out on what your gifts are. When I say gifts, you know, if you're ta- talented in um, social media or grant writing or fundraising, you know, those are things that you might might want to share with nonprofit organizations to um, volunteer your time or special talent, I, I should say. Uh, that's mm-hmm. really nice and really a good mm-hmm. message. Because sometimes people are um, nag-doubt if 
to commit in terms of like helping and being involved mm-hmm. kasi baka masyadong mabigat, masyadong seryoso. It doesn't have to be that way. As Sami Jo mentioned nga, you can participate um, according to your capacities, according to what your crafts On are. On your own pace. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Especially signing petitions too. You know, right. we had a lot of people yeah. sign that petition and that was the overwhelming um you know response that we got the community to mm. to do but it wasn't just for filipino filipino people that that uh that signed that petition you know our issue is a global issue right any of it so mm. don't narrow-minded thinking that you know the work that i want to promote is only for the filipino community it, it's much larger if you have mm-hmm. not filipino friends this is who we want to talk to as well right exactly mm. so one way or another kung ano mang estado mo sa buhay, no matter how busy you are, you are able to do something. At least yeah. something. You're Even how little it is, it could have an impact. Right. So, Sammy, before we actually let you go, um, I think we have like a quick fun segment that we always do um, to our guests. Our guests. I think for this, um, this week, we're going to do like a little fast talk. So, um, we'll just give you a... Um, question and then just answer as fast as you can. So let's start with Jill. Okay, if you were a Filipino food, what are you? And why? And why? <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> There's so many beefsteak kare-kare, uh, but it's so good. Yeah. Why are you like, why Why do you compare yourself as that? Well, I mean, let's, I, that's, uh, I just answered as fast as I could. It's delicious. It's like me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Feel that you like and Filipino trait that you don't like. Filipino trait that I like and Filipino trait that I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like the fact that we are very uh warm people like friendly mm-hmm. right friendly approachable right uh filipino trait that i don't like i don't like the crab mentality right mm, it's pretty common right. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why we have that i know right um okay so one final Spanish show and go on Spanish Spanish another topic sorry Zell's El Filibusterismo no limit so if there's something that the world doesn't know about Filipinos what would you say it is doesn't know about Filipinos mm. We invented the yo-yo. Can I say? <laughs> Didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Google. I don't know. <laughs> we did wow, yo-yo. We yeah, did. it was the combat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, see, yo See yo-yo Aguila. Speed round. Go time. Yo-yo Martinez. Yo-yo Martinez. Okay, co-time! Co-time, okay. From the very Antonio Luna. Oy, nakakabasa ko lang ng article kanina from Esquire, Esquire Philippines. 
Si Juan Luna pala, which is, ano ba, pinsan ba siya ni Antonio? Pinsan siya ni Antonio. Hindi ba kapatid? Anyway, si yung, Juan Luna. Yung nag-paint ng spoliarium. Ay, oo, magkapatid, oh, oh. brother. Si Juan, si, si Juan Luna, he murdered his wife and mother-in-law. Did you know really? that? Binaril niya sa Spain. Nakakaloko. True. Ang alam lang natin, ospolarium, ganyan, nagdala ng karanga sa bansa. True. Pero murder. Binurder niya pala. Tsaka yung ano. True. True. Out of jealousy. Yan yung ano. Tapos parang meron siyang isang painting na parang foreshadowing sa murder na plano niya. So, yan. Send ko na lang yung link later. Anyway, the quote is from the very Antonio Lu. Nakapatid so, I will Luna show them na that the Filipinos murder. have mo- nakapatid na nag... Hindi ko ako anong masamang bubog niya ni Antonio Luna. Pero, <laughs> yung quote natin is from him. So, I will show them that the Filipinos have more dignity, more courage, more honor. Bakit ito ang napili mo, RF? Because <laughs> we're talking about advocating Nako. Filipinos. So please follow and DM us on our social media accounts, Anchor, which is also owned by Spotify, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Just search for Ihaw Eo Show. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Ihaw Eo Show. And our Gmail account, guess what? Ihaw Eo Show at gmail.com. Nakamit ka pa red. <laughs> okay, so this has been your this has been your Yo Yo Show season four with Jill Red and Rest to end with our very special guest today, Sami Joe Rambawa, and join us again. Let us join us again on our <laughs> next episode. Okay, bye, Yohans. Bye. bye. Thanks, Sami. Thank you. Ramat.